welcome to Baptist Perspective with Jimmy Barber. Whether you're listening while driving home from work, sitting with a hot cup of coffee, or making dinner, we hope this podcast will be thought-provoking and edifying. Now, here with today's episode is Jimmy Barber. In the previous two podcasts, we interrupted looking at various passages of Scripture that refer to our sanctification in the redemptive work of Christ to give a lengthy quote from the book entitled The Doctrine of Sanctification by Arthur W. Pink. We identified this element of sanctification as judicial sanctification, or as Pink termed it, the objective side of sanctification, that the elect are sanctified through the life, death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, we draw your attention to Hebrews 10.10, by which we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. While Calvin's comments on this verse is somewhat lacking, to say the least, the note regarding the word sanctified by the editor is refreshing. It is as follows. Sanctified here, as in Hebrews 2.11, includes the idea of expiation. It is to be sanctified or cleansed from guilt rather than from pollution, because it is said to be by the offering of the body of Christ, especially an expiation for sins, as it appears from what follows and the main object of the quotation afterward was made to show that by his death remission of sins is obtained. By the which will, or by which will, is commonly taken to mean by the accomplishing of which will, or in, for by, may be taken as in Hebrews 4.11 in the sense of Kata, according to which will, we are cleansed, that is, from guilt, through the offering of the body of Christ once made. Will here does not mean the act of willing, but the object of the will, that which God wills, approves, and is pleased with, and is set in opposition to the legal sacrifices. And as there is an hoi, that's the Greek for the word thee, In many good copies after Esmian, that is, for the Greek we are, some have rendered the verse thus, By which will we are cleansed who are cleansed by the offering of the body of Christ once made. Thus the will, or what please God, is first opposed to the sacrifices and then identified with the offering of Christ's body. That's from the uh, Computer Bible Program Sword Searcher. Equally, Albert Barnes' comments on this verse is very edifying. We are sanctified. We are made holy. The word here is not confined to the specific work which is commonly called sanctification or the process of making the soul after it is renewed but it includes everything by which we are made holy in the sight of God. It embraces, therefore, justification and regeneration as well as what is commonly known as sanctification. Matthew Foop 
Matthew Poole testified to this meaning as follows. We are sanctified. Sanctified is to be taken largely for a communication to us of all the benefits of redemption as pardon, reconciliation, absolution from punishment, renovation of God's image, and such a discharge of sin at last as never to be guilty of it more, perfection of grace and glory. However, we cannot ignore the delightful words of John Gill regarding this statement. By the which will we are sanctified, that is, by the sacrifice of Christ, which was willingly offered up by himself and was according to the will of God. It was his will of purpose that Christ should be crucified and slain. It was his will of command that he should lay down his life for his people. It was grateful and well-pleasing to him that his soul should be made an offering for sin, and that for this reason, because thereby the people of God are sanctified, their sins are perfectly expiated, the full pardon of them is procured, their persons are completely justified from sin, and their consciences purged from it. Additionally, we will add the comments of Gill from Hebrews 10.14. He hath perfected forever them that are sanctified, that is, who are sanctified by God the Father, Jude 1, 1, or who are set apart by him in eternal election from the rest of the world for his own use, service, and glory to a state of grace and holiness here and happiness hereafter. For this is not to be understood either of their being sanctified in Christ, though the Syriac version reads that are sanctified in him, or by his Spirit, though both are true of the same persons. These Christ, by his sacrifice, has perfected and has perfectly fulfilled the law for them. He has perfectly expiated their sins. He has obtained the full pardon of all their sins and complete redemption. He has perfectly justified them from all things, and that forever, which shows the continued virtue of Christ's sacrifice in all generations to all the elect of God and the fullness and duration of their salvation. And so Christ, by his one sacrifice, did what the law and all its sacrifices could not do. Hebrews 10.1 the editor of Calvin commenting on Hebrews 10.10 10, stated that sanctified here as in Hebrews 2.11 includes the idea of expiation. It says, For both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. The comments of the editor on this verse are equally enlightening. They are as follows. The word to sanctify, hagiazo, means one to consecrate, to set apart to a holy use or to an office, Matthew twenty three nineteen and John seventeen nineteen. Two, it means to purify from pollution, either ceremonially Hebrews 9.13, or morally and spiritually, 1 Thessalonians 5.23. And third, it means to purify from the guilt of sin 
by a free remission, Hebrews 10.10, compared with Hebrews 10.14 and verse 18. Now, which of these meanings are we to take here? Calvin takes the second, that is, to purify from pollution or to make spiritually holy. Others, such as Stewart and Bloomfield, take the last meaning, and the latter gives the rendering the expiator and the expiated. This is more consistent with the general tenor of the passage. The subject is not sanctification properly so called, but expiation or atonement. See Hebrews 2, 9 and 17. John Gill agrees as follows. For both he that sanctifieth, not himself, though this is said of him, John seventeen nineteen, nor his father, though this also is true of him, Isaiah eight thirteen, but his people, the sons brought to glory, whose salvation he is the captain of, they are sanctified in him, he being made sanctification to them, and they have their sanctification from him, all of their grace and holiness, and they are sanctified by him, both by his blood, which expiates their sins, and removes the guilt of them, and by his Spirit, working internal principles of grace and holiness in them, who are by nature and in their unregenerate state guilty and unclean. And they who are sanctified, the sons brought to glory, They are not naturally holy, nor so of themselves. They are made holy. All that are sons are made holy, whom God adopts into his family. He regenerates. Sanctification is absolutely necessary to their being brought to glory, and between the sanctifier and the sanctified, there is a likeness as there ought to be. Agreeably, Jameson Fawcett Brown said this referring to the finished work of Christ regarding his expiatory sacrifice. He that sanctifieth, Christ who once for all consecrates his people to God, Jude 1, bringing them nigh to him as the consequence, and everlasting glory by having consecrated himself for them, in his being made perfect, as their expiatory sacrifice, through suffering. Hebrews 2.10, 10, 10, and verse 14 and 29. God in his electing love by Christ's finished work perfectly sanctifies them to God's service and to heaven once for all. Even A.T. Robertson said of this that, quote, Jesus is the sanctifier, Hebrews 9.13 and 13.12. Other passages of Scripture could be presented with comments to support judicial sanctification or that the chosen people of God were sanctified in the finished work of Christ. This shows that a rich legacy is robbed from the Lord by omitting this along with eternal sanctification when studying the doctrine of sanctification. The Lord willing, in our next podcast, we will turn our attention to the experimental side of sanctification. But our time is up for today. Farewell.
Thank you for listening to today's edition of Baptist Perspective. We archive our episodes so you can go back anytime and listen again. Do you have a question about something you've heard or just want to let us know you're listening? Visit us at baptistperspective.wordpress.com. That's baptistperspective.wordpress.com. Thanks again for listening.